Thanks, Jack. Come on. Good morning, everybody. Come on. Welcome to church. We're glad you're with us at Spectrum Church and or online as well. Come on, clap real loud for the online audience. We got people. Come on, let them hear you. Yeah, every week we've got people listening, not only locally, but around, uh, around the country tuning in and, uh, you know, talking into a, a friend in church this morning. And, and uh, she was saying, you know, with, with technology, you know, we're just kind of talking that it's really uh, none of us uh, 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 should be without excuse to keep hearing the word of God. Uh, you know, you can go somewhere, you can actually, what, what we've done, we've actually been away from church on Sunday, and, and we were in the car while church was going on, and, and we just had our phone plugged in, and, and right there next to the, where, where the gear shift is, and, and, we're, and we're watching YouTube at the church with whoever was preaching here, and we're going down the road. Come on, somebody. Now, some of y'all going, you're driving and watching the video? You shouldn't be doing that. Okay, we're going to keep that in the room. We're not going to tell anybody this morning, Amen. <laughs> But uh, uh, we appreciate uh, all of our online folks watching and you that are here as well. Uh, we do believe uh, that you get something different when you come into the room. Because, come on, you, you, this, this, there's a presence in the room that's a little bit different at the house as well. So, so thanks for everybody joining with us uh, this morning. Uh, we're in a series uh, called Jesus Is. I, I'm excited about this. Been, been thinking about it for, uh, for weeks uh, and weeks and weeks, really several months now. And uh, really, there are four foundational thoughts that we are opening up the Word of God, discovering uh, who Jesus is. There's lots of things the Scripture says that He is, but we're just drilling down on these four basic Bible doctrines of who Jesus is. Last week, as we began, we talked about Jesus is Savior. He's our Savior. He saves us from sin. We said that last week. He's going to save us from the power, control, and the dominion of sin. And he saves us for relationship with him. Uh, he's called Father. Jesus talked to us in Matthew 6 with that Lord's Prayer. And he blew the people's minds, if you will, when he, the disciples said, teach us to pray like you pray. And he said, when you pray, say this, our Father, not God, not not God, our Father, who art in heaven. So, so let me just talk here, because I sense something as I'm speaking. That's what happens when you talk. You can kind of read where everybody's at. I sense a lot of us have a relationship, listen, with maybe God, but you don't have a relationship with the Father. He's the same person, but in your mind, I'm asking you, to start praying to the Father and not just praying to God. The Father speaks of relationship. God speaks of authority. And if you view God as only an authoritative God who is out to somehow get you, you will not receive him as Father who wants to have a relationship with you. Does that make sense? Is all right, everybody in the back? All right, all right. So he saves us from the power of sin, the dominion of Satan, and all of Satan's uh, destruction, and he saves us for relationship with him. L listen, when you get up in the morning, God is very excited that you're awake. 
He wants to have a relationship with you. Let's start thinking that way, that we have a Savior who actually wants to meet with us on a daily basis. Amen, everybody? Second thing we're going to talk about today is the second installment. I'm really excited about today because here's what's going to happen. As we share the Word of God today, what should happen, and every time I, I preach or whoever you listen to up here or whoever your favorite preacher is, whenever you read the Word, faith starts stirring in your heart to believe whatever you're hearing. Romans 10, 17 says, Faith comes from hearing and hearing by the word of God. So what's going to happen today as we talk about what we're going to talk about, faith is going to rise in your heart and we're going to experience something, I believe, in your life and your body that maybe you haven't experienced up until now. Today we're going to talk about Jesus is healer. Come on, can you say that with me? Jesus is is healer. Again, I'm excited because at the end of the service, we're gonna do, we don't do this every Sunday. I mean, we have prayer partners and we offer it every Sunday, but, but specifically today as we talk about healing, at the end of the service, I'm going to ask you that need healing. We have several people, we have a, a couple people at least I know in the room that, that, are, that are, ha, have got a real serious negative report. In other words, if Jesus doesn't show up in their life, uh, uh, their life could be cut short right now. That, that's serious. And so we're going to believe God for a miracle. And there's others in the room that maybe you've had something going on in your life for a while. And you're just saying, I'm tired. I'm fed up with this. Listen, faith's going to rise in your heart that what's been going on can stop right now. Come on, everybody. So, 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 so maybe you're going, well, that sounds a little, well, let's read the Bible. And if the Bible says that, then let's have faith to believe that today. Right, right. So, so, so let me say this as we kind of jump into what we're talking about, that Jesus is here, is this thought that many people, many people have received Jesus as Savior, but have never received Jesus as healer. Receiving Jesus as Savior, I, I believe Jesus died for my sins. I see that. Maybe I was taught that as a young child, and I've, I, I've, hear, I've heard you, Pastor Gary, or other people talk about it. I, I've received Jesus as my Lord. I've repented of my sin. He's my Lord. But I've never even heard that Jesus is a healer, or if he did heal, he did it then, and he won't do it now. Let's talk about that today. Uh, the, the fall of man, what we know in the, in the book of Genesis, when Adam and Eve sinned from the fall of man in, in the Garden of Eden, that is where all separation from God's original plan began. That's where it began. That's when Adam and Eve, you know, they partook of that fruit. They ate. Sin entered in, into their life. They were separated from God. They hid from God. They tried to clothe themselves. They tried to cover their shame, their shame, their sin. God then tracked them down in the garden. God found them. God forgave them. God clothed them with animal skins. A blood sacrifice was given, pointing to the sacrifice of Jesus that would then not just cover our sin, but remove our sin. All that was done in the beginning in the garden. That's where sin entered. That's where sickness entered. That's where fear entered. That's where poverty, not just money, but poverty away from God. No peace, no joy, no life, no provision, no, no future. It all began right there in the garden when man was separated from God. But God in his grace and God in his mercy, after the thousands of years, thank God he sent Jesus to be the propitiation, to be the mercy seat, to be the atoning sacrifice, to not only cover our sin, but to completely remove our sin and bring us back into perfect harmony and oneness with the Father. Come on, Jesus, as we sang, is our champion. Can I get an amen? So here's what we can find from the scripture. 
is that God never intended man to be separated from him spiritually. God's original intent in the Garden of Eden was his original intent for all times. God's perfect. God's perfect. Now, did God know Adam and Eve were going to sin? Of course he knew. But God's intention was that man would not be separated from him spiritually. And so we know this. We can read about it. We can see that man had fellowship with God. God, again, the Father God created man to be in fellowship with him. They enjoyed that in the, in, in the Garden of Eden. And then sin entered. They, they decided to disobey God. And that was the beginning. That was the focal point. That was the Genesis moment of when the separation began. God, if God never intended man to be separated from, from him spiritually, then we can also say this. God never intended man to suffer physically. Before the fall of man, there was no sin. There was no sickness. There was no poverty, a longing to be something God hadn't fulfilled in your life. Poverty. I'm, I'm always looking for something, and I can't get no satisfaction. God never intended man to suffer physically. Never. We were supposed to live forever. Now, are you going to live forever in this human condition? No. We're going to die physically unless Jesus comes back and takes us to heaven. But the Bible's clear. I, I, let me just tell you where I'm at on the side of the table. You can't talk me back and to talk me down to say God does not want me to live a long life, a healthy life, a good life, and a strong life. I believe that from the Bible. I don't believe that I have to die sick, broke, confused, hurt, old, nasty, ugly, and mean. I believe we can die healthy, strong. It's just our time to die. We just check out. You're whatever age. I don't know if there's different ages, but that we don't have to go through life, and the end of our life is sick and broke and messed up physically. God. His intention was not that we would suffer physically. Now, in the Old Testament, if we can find scriptures in the Old Testament, if we can find scriptures in the life of Jesus about this, then we should check the box to say, Jesus is not only my Savior, but Jesus is my healer. If we're open to what the Bible says then we should have faith to rise in our heart regardless of what we've experienced up until now. Would that make sense? Let's go to the Word. Exodus chapter 15, verse 26. We said this last week that who Jesus is or who God the Father is reveals what He will do, who He is. His nature, it will then reveal what he'll do. In the, this scripture, in Exodus chapter 15, verse 26, God speaking, I am the Lord. He's talking to the nation of Israel. Who heals, now I'm adding some words here in different translation. Who heals, cures, repairs, mends, and restores you to health. God tells this to the nation of Israel. He tells them right off the bat. This is who I am. I am the Lord. I'm your God. I am your Savior. I'm the one who not only saves you, but I'm going to heal you. I'm going to cure you. You got something in your life that needs curing? 
I'm your remedy. I I'm going to repair you. You've got something broken that needs fixing. I'm going to repair you. I'm going to mend you. You've got something in your life that's just out of order. I'm going to mend you. I'm going to restore you to health. I'm going to be with you till what is not working gets restored and is working again. Exodus chapter 23, verse 25. Notice this scripture. He will bless, Exodus 23, 25, we got it? He will bless your bread and your water and take sickness away from the midst of you. He says, I'm going to bless, this is one reason why we pray over our food. Come on, somebody. He's going to bless our food and our water. And God says, I am going to take sickness away from the midst of you. In other words, sickness might be in your midst. If it's there, I'm going to take it away. This is what he says. Is this what he said? Come on, church. Is this what he said? Then will he do it for you? So, so let me say this. I was thinking this morning. We've had grandkids for eight days, so I haven't been thinking a lot, but I was thinking this morning. <laughs> if it was better for Gary, well, let me say, if it was better for Joshua back there in the Old Testament with Moses, and God said, hey, Joshua, my name's Joshua. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to bless your bread and water. I'm going to take sickness away from you. But now today in my life, I don't have that. I got jacked up. I was born in the wrong generation. And if we can find something in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John with Jesus, and Jesus healed people, and they got healed, and somebody, somebody from Peter's mother-in-law who had a fever, and she got healed of fever, and the brother was blind, and Jesus healed blind Bartimaeus. And, 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 and the, the, the mama had a daughter that was demonized, and she got healed. And the brother was an epileptic and had seizures, demonic, and he got healed. But now, that was 2,000 years ago, and, and, and I can't get healed now. I got a problem with him. I got a problem with the father because evidently, you don't care for me like you cared for those people that lived in Jesus' day. And you don't care for me like the people that lived with Moses in this time. And, and I'm just telling you, you ain't fair. And listen to me. He is just. And he is right. And that argument won't stand. Why? Because he is a savior. He'll always be a savior. And he is today. He was a healer. He is a healer. And he'll be a healer for you right now today. Yeah, yeah. Come on, Psalm 107. Come on, we're just warming up in church. Come on, Psalm 107, verse 20. He, God, sent his word, his word, and he healed them and delivered them from their destructions. He sent his word. Thank God Jesus is the living word. But he sent, he sent the word to us in, in what he told us. It's written in the Old Testament and the New Testament. He sent his word and he healed them. Look, look at them, all of them, and delivered them from their destruction. Come on, make it personal. He, he sent his word and healed me and delivered me from all my destruction. 
I got some destruction. I got some stuff working in my body that, that if it doesn't get right, I'm going to check out of here early. And I don't want to check out of here early. I want to live long. I want to see the salvation of the Lord. I want to be used by God. And when my time is done, I want to just close my eyes. I just want to lay on my bed and go to heaven. I don't want to leave here sick. I want to leave. I want to fulfill the will of God. I want to, I want to, I want to, I want to be married a long time. I want to see my kids and my grandkids and my great grandkids. I want to declare the works. Of, come on, somebody. Psalm 103, verse 3, it says this, God forgives all your iniquities. What's that mean? Jesus is Savior. Jesus is Savior. And heals all your diseases. Amen. He forgives all my iniquities. There's nothing I've done that when I say, Father, forgive me, for forgive me. I repent. I change my mind. I'm changing my direction. He says, I'm going to forgive you anytime. Anytime, 100% of the time. You keep coming, I'm forgiven. But guess what? He's going to heal me of all my diseases too. Old Testament. Old Testament. Now when Jesus comes to the earth, he continues God the Father's validation as being our healer. What we know from scripture is that Jesus, Jesus is the exact representation of, of God the Father. He said, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. That's what Jesus said. Jesus, for those three and a half years, we believe he lived about 33 plus years of age. When he was 30, he began his public ministry. His cousin, John the Baptist, baptizes him in the River Jordan. He comes up. The Holy Spirit lands on him like a dove. He's filled with the Spirit. He began doing the works of the Father. He says, I only say what the Father wants me to say, and I only do what the Father wants me to do. So Jesus is the perfect, exact representation and representative of who the Father God was and is on the earth. Jesus spoke and acted just like God because he's one with the Father, God. They're exactly one. We sang the song, holy, holy, holy. God in three persons, blessed trinity. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. They think, they act, they speak, they do exactly like one another would do. Amen. The scripture says in Hebrews 13 verse 8 that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. If we ever found him saving yesterday, he saves what? Today. And if he saves today, he'll save what? forever. If we can ever find Jesus being merciful to somebody yesterday, we can find Jesus being merciful to somebody today. And if he's being merciful to somebody today, he'll be merciful to somebody. Come on, come on, help me church forever. If we ever find Jesus healing somebody yesterday, then he still is going to heal people. Come on church today. And he's going to heal people when? For forever. So this is not a one and done deal. This wasn't, this was good then, but we don't need it now. This wasn't that, well, 
God was just kind of like helping folks and the father's so good. And, and so the old Testament, they didn't have all the stuff that we had. And so God, the father just came up and gave them and, and healed them folk out there. And then, then it got maybe a little bit better with Jesus. Cause we start hearing about some physicians and there was some medicine and stuff like that. But now up here in 2022, we all good. We got doctors, we got physicians, we got ICU, we got medication, we got all kinds of stuff. We're all good. Listen to me. Are you crazy? We ain't good up in here. There's more sick folk. There's more sick folk. And this is no down. This is no dig on anybody. It's just simply this. I believe we as the church have sucked the pill and we keep eating the pill that says Jesus will save you. But the rest of your life, y'all good. Figure it out. No, 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 no. He is a good, good father. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. <laughs> and if he did save, he still saves. If he did heal, he still heals. So who Jesus was and who he is, this is who he's going to be for every generation. This is just who he's going to be. This is who he's going to be for your generation. This is who he's going to be for your children's generation. Jesus Christ, come on, is the same yesterday, today, and forever. I love the scripture in the book of Numbers, chapter 23. Uh, the, 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 the context of the scripture is that there's a prophet who kind of like prophesies for God and it's kind of like fleshly and he's, he's against God. And he's actually, uh, the, this crazy wicked king has hired him to curse the nation of Israel. And so you need to read it over there in the book of Numbers, chapter 22 and tw chapter 23. But he prophesies, this, this, uh, 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 this prophet named Balaam, and he says this. It's great, Numbers chapter 23. I think we got it for you. He says, God is not a man, and, and, and so he doesn't lie. He, he just doesn't lie. He, he, he's not human, so he doesn't change his mind. Has he ever spoken and failed to act? Has he ever promised and not carried it through? If you don't hear any other thing I say today, I would encourage you to write down an earmark somewhere, write it down on your hand or maybe your neighbor's leg, whatever's closest. Put down Numbers chapter 23, verse 19. And and would you spend some time this week reading that scripture and thinking about it? That God's not a man. He's not going to lie to you. If you've got a word, if he gives you a word in the Bible, he's not lying to you. He's not going to change his mind. He's not human. He's not changing his mind. There's nothing in the scripture that somehow God said, nope, 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 we're sucking that scripture out. No, nope, that, that was for the people, the Jewish people back over here thousands of years ago, but that's not for you. I gave them a covenant of healing back then, but, but you all just figure it out right now. No, 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 no. He doesn't change his mind. Has he ever spoken and failed to act? Has he ever given you something the word and said, I won't back it up? No, he said, I'll back up my word. I'm not a man that I should lie. I'm, I'm going to do exactly what I said I'm going to do. If I've spoken, I'm, I'm going to act on it. Has he ever promised and not carried it through? No, the promises of God are sure. They're yes and amen to the glory of God, the scripture says. Every promise is yes. Every promise has got a stamp of amen. So be it. So, so in scripture, if we ever see that he was a healer, we can still receive him as a healer. In the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, 
when Jesus was on the earth for those three and a half years preaching and, and doing, doing ministry, there are about, uh, again, some of them in, in, in Luke and John and Mark and Matthew, they have the same story, okay, this, the same event. They might word it a little bit differently, but there are between 20 to 21 individual healings in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Again, some of them are, are in, in three Gospels, so we don't count those three times. We just count them once. About 20 or 21 individual healings. This is not mentioning when the crowds came to Jesus and, and he healed, it says he healed them all. Crowds of people. Crowds of people came to Jesus. And they were all healed. They were all healed. But these individual people who came to Jesus, there's about 20 or, or 21 that had a malady, had an affliction. They were blind. They were deaf, had a problem with their son. We actually have people that Jesus raised from the dead. Incredible. And so just like we can be assured of our salvation, as the scripture says, we can be assured of our healing as the scripture says. The same sacrifice, the same remedy was Jesus. The same goodness of who the Father God was to the Jewish people in the Old Testament is the same manifestation in the physical person in bodily form, God in Jesus that he demonstrated. And then now we see, after Jesus has gone to heaven, that same healing ministry, that same healing power, he actually gave to his disciples. He said, heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, cast out devils, raise the dead. Freely you've received, freely give. He gives that same authority to the church. And not only that, to be a person that God could use to bring healing to somebody else, but again, for us personally that have made Jesus Christ the Lord of our life, he desires you to make Jesus also the healer of your life. That you, when, 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 when sickness and disease and, and awful things that, that try to attach themselves to us, that there's faith that rises in our heart to say, Lord, you're my healer, and I'm going to stand against this just like I'd stand against the devil telling me you're not saved. You're going to hell. You're separated from God. You've sinned, and there's no remedy for your sin. You've missed it. You're going to be eternally separated from God. I'd say, no, devil, you're a liar. You made me right because of the blood of Jesus. I've repented of my sin. I've confessed my sin. I've received Jesus as healer. I, I, I might have sinned, but I asked for forgiveness, and God placed me back in right standing with him. The same sacrifice, the same sacrifice that brought me salvation brings me and you healing. Amen. Prove it. All right, let's prove it. Matthew chapter, are we doing all right, everybody, this morning? Come on, we're going to pray in just a few seconds. Matthew chapter 4, verse 23. I love it. It says, and here's what Jesus did. Here's what his ministry. This is right after John the Baptist baptized him. It says, and Jesus went about all Galilee. No, notice what he did. Teaching in their synagogues. 
preaching the gospel of the kingdom, teaching and preaching, and healing all kinds of sickness. What kind do you got? What kind have you ever had? What kind might you have in five years? Don't matter. Doesn't matter. What new thing comes out? What new virus comes out? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Does it mean you won't get COVID? No, I got COVID. But, but Jesus, I, number one, I, be, I believe there's a cooperation. Uh, I think there's a remedy called take care of your body. I, I believe there's a remedy called sleep right. I believe there's a remedy physical called get the stress out of your life. They tell us that. Scripture tells us that. Deal with stress. Don't let anxiety up. It's going to mess your body up. But then I also believe that there's stuff that I can't do that I got to trust God to do. Amen. Come on, everybody. Amen. And I do know people. Come on, everybody knows people that ate right, slept right, did all things right, and they died early. So there's the faith side. It's not either or. I think it's both and. I got to cooperate with God. You do too. He was teaching the synagogues, preaching the gospel of the kingdom, and healing all kinds of sickness and all kinds of disease among the people. If he did it then, and he's the same yesterday, today, and forever, what do you think he's doing now? The same thing. Come on, somebody, the same thing. Come on, everybody. The same thing. So if the teaching, listen, if the teaching and the preaching ministry of Jesus is still applicable, then the healing ministry of Jesus is too. Amen. He went all about teaching, preaching the gospel of the kingdom, and healing all kinds of sickness and all kinds of disease among the people. If the teaching and preaching ministry is still applicable, we teach the word of God all the time. Every church teaches the word of God. If it's still got God's approval, then healing still got God's approval. Matthew chapter 8, verse 16, 17. Come on, we up in Bible school up in here this morning. Matthew 8, 16. When evening had come, they, the people around, brought to him. Notice, here's a key. Here's a key. They brought to him. They brought to Jesus. Oh, so these people didn't wait for Jesus to come to their city. They went to him. Oh, there's a key there. Listen, there's a key there. Whoever came to Jesus got what they came for. Amen. Don't miss it. 20, 21, 20 or 21 individual people that came to Jesus, didn't wait for him to come. If they came, they got what they came for. Amen. They brought to him many who were demon-possessed. He cast out the spirits with the word and healed all who were sick. Verse 17, don't, don't miss it. That it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet. Hmm. Jesus over here, in between the Old Testament and the New Testament, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, this in-between time, fulfilling the Old Testament, while he's hanging on to the hand, if you will, of the New Testament in his blood before he goes to the cross. He is fulfilling Old Testament prophecies. This one in particular, what he did when he healed people. That it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the Isaiah the prophet, saying, He himself 
took our infirmities and he bore our sicknesses. He took our infirmities and he bore our sicknesses. What Jesus did, we just read it, fulfilled what Isaiah, the prophet, spoke. He's the Messiah. Well, let's find out what Isaiah said. Because if he's fulfilling what Isaiah said, then what Isaiah said should tell us exactly what he did. This is in the Gospels, but let's find out exactly what the brother of the prophet said. Isaiah chapter 53, verse 4. Isaiah 53 is a messianic psalm. It's speaking of who Jesus, the Messiah, would be when he came. Here's what it says, and I've got some different translations, some different words in here. Surely, Isaiah says, listen to me, 400 plus years before Jesus comes. Surely, he, speaking of the Messiah, has borne. The word borne means lifted off, removed, carried away our griefs. The word griefs in the Hebrew, Old Testament's written in Hebrew, means sicknesses. He has lifted off, borne, removed, carried away our griefs, sicknesses, and carried our sorrows. The word sorrows means pains. That's the translation, the English translation from the Old Testament Hebrew word. The Old Testament's written in Hebrew. The New Testament's written in Greek. Isaiah says, there's one coming. Let me prophesy to you. You read chapter 53. It's all talking about this one called the Messiah. Doesn't listen by name. Jesus calls him the Messiah. He has borne. He's lifted off. He's removed. He's carried away our sicknesses. Come on. Listen to me. If he's the same yesterday, today, and forever, I've got to wrap my mind around it. I, if he's my savior, I've got to wrap my mind around it. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not that addict. I, I, I'm not that womanizer. I'm not that angry guy. I, I'm not that sinner. I, I, I'm not that alcoholic. I'm not that drug dude. I, I'm not that womanizer. I, you're my savior. You're my savior. You're my savior. You're my savior. I'm going to think about it. I'm going to receive you. I'm going to walk as a new man. I'm going to find my identity in Christ. Lord, I, I, I got sickness in my body. I, it's eaten up. I got stuff. I got pain. I got, I got all kind of stuff going on in my body. I've abused my body. I've done some stuff I shouldn't have done. But I know you're good. I know your mercies are new every morning. I know great is your faithfulness. I know I haven't taken care of this temple like I should. But, Lord, I'm, I'm, I'm repenting. I'm changing my mind right now. I'm asking you for mercy. I got, I, I, got, I got knee problems. I got hip problems. I got breathing problems. I got lung. I got eye problems. I got pain in my head. I got, I got asthma. I got, I got crazy migraines. I, but, but, Lord, you, you, you born. You lifted off. You removed. You carried away. My sickness, my sorrow, my pain, I, I, I'm going to receive that. Everything, listen to me, everything we receive from God must be received by faith. Got to receive it by faith. Receive it by faith. What's that mean? What's that mean? That means that, they're, that we're required to believe something and be persuaded of something before we see something. I got to believe something. When you made Jesus the Lord of your life, you saw nothing. You didn't see heaven open 
An angel didn't come. There wasn't a strum of a guitar and you heard David singing to you. You didn't hear. There wasn't some holy vision. You believed it. And then you began ordering your life different from the revelation of the scripture. I've got to be persuaded. I've got to be convinced that healing is for me today. It's an internal thing before it's an external thing. It's inside, and then it begins working on the outside. Come on, let's go a few more minutes. There's two scriptures that I want to give to you as we just wind down that are paramount for you and I in our receptivity concerning this subject, not only today, but listen to me, for all your life. Because once again, I am not buying into this thing, this North American thing called Gary at 62 years old. How you see me now, when you see me at 82, I'll be a totally different dude. I'll be all jacked up. I won't be able to walk. And and I'm going to be all busted up. And I'm going to be mad at everybody. Hmm, I don't believe it. I'm going to be riding my bike. I'm going to be bouncing up in here. I'm going to be looking sharp. I'm going to be have a little, I'm, I'm going to be a little wrinkly a little bit. Come on, somebody. The, come on, the outward man's, come on, the outward man's getting older, but the inward man's being, re, being renewed day by day. Come on, somebody. Anybody know any people on the outside, but they're brand new on the inside? Come on, they're just alive. Come on, clap if you're going to clap. Come on. Yeah. That's how we all want to be around here. Somebody might say, a bunch of old people at Spectrum, but they're young too. Come on, somebody. A a man came to Jesus. Here's these two scriptures. We're going to land the airplane. A a man came came actually to Jesus' disciples, and and he had a demonized son, and and he's telling the story to Jesus after this fact, and and he says, Jesus, I brought my son to your disciples, and and they couldn't cast the devil out. They couldn't do it. And then Jesus says, said, bring him to me. And so Jesus starts having this dialogue with the brother. Because how many of y'all know, when you talk to somebody, you're going to find out where they are. You can talk to me, and you're going to be able to find out from me whether I believe or I don't believe. Whether I'm trusting or not trusting. Whether I have confidence or I have no confidence. And listen, I can have confidence that Jesus is my Savior and absolutely zero confidence that Jesus is my healer. It does not mean I'm bad. just means I just don't know. Just mean, it might mean it's brand new, and I, I'm going to need to come back and chew on this a while. That's why I'm encouraging you to write some scriptures down and chew on them all week. Go back on YouTube and listen to the message. I believe it's going to help you. So this man has got a demon-possessed son. He said, Jesus, I brought him to your disciples. They couldn't cast the devil out. And, and so Jesus said, well, bring him to me. And when, when he brings him to Jesus, man, the, the, the demon in, the, in, in, in that boy just starts acting up. He falls on the ground. He starts foaming at the mouth. And, and Jesus says, how long has he been like this? And the dad's saying, he's had this problem since he was a child. And, and it, sometimes it th- tries to throw him in the water. And, and sometimes it tries to throw him in the fire. Come on, this, this is awful stuff, guys. This is just awful. This, this, is, this is ungodly. This is not the original intent for mankind, as the Genesis account says. This is not what God wanted. And so Jesus says, well, you know, you know you'll bring them to me. And he, and he, and he, says, he says this in chapter, 
Mark chapter 9, verse 22. He tells him this. We just read it. He says he throws him in the fire and he throws him the water to destroy him. But check it out. If you can do, this is a dad talking to Jesus. But if you can do anything, have compassion on us and help us. If you can do anything. I, I was looking at that all week and I, I was reading that and, and just, just studying this and, and looking at different translations and looking at different theologians that say this. And, 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 and the question the, the, the question of the Father can, can be understood by Jesus to say this. Is that what you said? Is that what you said to me? If I can? Is that, did I hear you right? That you're asking me if I can do anything about this? Is that what you're really saying? And this is where most people miss it. You if you don't do something about this, nothing's going to be done. Absolutely, that's the foundation. But it's a two-way street. This scripture is going to tell us how this dad got his son healed and how you can have healing in your own life. Amen. Look at verse 23. Jesus said to him, if you can believe. Amen. If you can do anything... If you can do anything, have compassion on us and help us. D did I hear you right? Is, is that what you're saying? If I can? No, 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 no. The problem is not with me. The problem now is if you can believe. All things are possible to him who believes. All things. All things. Verse 24, immediately the father cries out with tears. Lord, I believe. Help my unbelief. Come on, somebody. Anybody beside me ever have any unbelief in their life? So here's what we need to do. We got to check the box, church. And we got to come to the conclusion that we need to be people who believe everything is possible. Can I get an amen? amen. So we're going to develop our faith. This isn't it in my life. This doesn't have to keep staying in my life. I'm going to believe if this dad got his son healed, which he laid hands on, you know, prayed for him, cast the devil out, and the son was totally healed, restored to health. If, 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 if my problem is not, God's not my problem. He's got all the power. We'll talk about that in a minute as we conclude. He's got all the power I need. He's got all the power I need. But now I got to believe that. I got I to gotta be persuaded of that. I got to be so persuaded of that. When I see something, I feel something, I got to be able to say, this isn't your original intent. I'm going to believe you take care of this. You heal me of this. I'm going to trust you, Lord God. So I'm going to keep walking by faith and not by sight. I'm going to believe everything is possible. I'm asking you to continually develop your faith in this regard. And here's where we're all at. Time, circumstances, feelings, doubts, our friends, our family members coming to us, uh, uh, stuff that has, let's be honest, stuff that we see that's run in our family and it's trying to run in you. That strain of sickness, that lying demonic force of whatever it is that was in great-grandpa, that passed to grandpa, that was in your pa, 
<laughs> now I, I, see, I, I see it trying to come in my life. What do I do? I'm going to believe everything is possible. And I am going to stand against that and say every day as I look in the mirror, Jesus is my healer. This body is a temple of the Holy Ghost. God dwells in me. He's quickening my mortal body. Come on, pain is leaving me. I'm, my youth is being renewed like the eagles. Come on, I'm going to run and not be weary. I'm going to walk and not faint. I'm going to fulfill the will of God. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to serve God the number of my days. Ever what that is? I'm going to serve God strong and vibrant in Jesus' name. Can I get a witness in the church? Come on. Yeah. So I said I was going to give you two scriptures. I got to give them to you. Come on. I'm a little bit long this morning, but I got to give it to you. Because we're going to pray. Just, just, like, just like three minutes, we're going to pray. And if you've got anything going on in your life, I'm going to ask you as we all stand up. And, and no drama. Listen, no, 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 no electrifying music. Just Pastor Art up here on the piano, just playing keyboard quietly. We're going to pray for you. We're going to lay hands on you. And I'm believing with you as you come in faith expecting that healing is going to be manifesting in your body. Listen, so what's going to happen as we pray, I'm going to ask you that this would be a point as me and Pastor Kimberly pray, when you come up, that you just say, when we pray for you, you just say, yes, you're my healer. Yes, you're my healer. I believe everything is possible. Let's close here. That sounds too good to be true. Sounds too good to be true. Let's give you one more scripture. Mark chapter 1, verse 40 through 42. A man with leprosy, notice again, came and knelt in front of Jesus. Okay, we're on to something. He came to Jesus. He didn't wait for Jesus to come to his town. He came to Jesus. So you coming to him is an indication of your faith. They came and knelt in front of Jesus. And he actually begged Jesus to be healed. He begged him, please, 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 uh, please. What do you beg? If, I, I, I'm uncertain. I'm uncertain. If you are willing, you can heal me and make me clean. If you are. No, notice. I don't know you are willing. I know you can heal me. If you're a Messiah, you're God. I, I, I've heard about you, maybe. I've seen what you did for the blind dude. I've heard about what you did with the multitude. I'm just not knowing if you're willing to heal me. I don't know. Hmm. Moved with compassion. Don't, don't, don't miss it. Move with compassion. This is your Savior. This is your healer. This is your Lord. This is your God. Jesus reached out and touched him. I am willing he said be healed I'm willing be healed and instantly the leprosy disappeared and the man was healed completely healed so I don't only need to believe that everything's possible okay I got it. everything's possible but let, let, let me cross this I'm gonna believe also that God is able and he's willing to give me what I ask I know he's God, 
He's Lord. He's the Father. He, he's the Creator. Created all this. But I, I know you can. But will you, me? Will you, me, who doesn't read his Bible every day? Will you, me, who's just got some issues in my life? Will you, me, who's been divorced three times? Will you, me, who's still battling some stuff internally? The answer is yes. If you come and you ask, he will give you what you ask for. Come on, stand up all over the room. I'm going to ask you, again, no drawn out, no long. If you want us to pray for you this morning, would you, ushers are going to help us right now. Come on, just leave your chair. Come on up here to the front. Ushers are going to help you just make a line up here at the front. I'm going to meet you right down here. We're going to pray for you. While you're up here, we're going to pray for our online audience right now. We're going to ask the online audience if we can pray for them. Father, right now in Jesus' name, everybody that's viewing us online, we just speak the life of God over their life right now. We pray in the name of Jesus for everybody at home that's battling any kind of sickness and disease. We pray, Father God, and we ask you for deliverance in their life, in their children's life. Father, you're the same yesterday, today, and forever. You always have healed. You always will heal. You're good, and you do good. So, Father God, right now in the homes, wherever people are listening, in condos, in businesses, wherever it is, Father, we're asking you that pain be removed from their life, that sickness and disease be removed from their life, that you are good and you do good, and you're watching over the word to perform. You're a performer of that which concerns us. And so, Father, our faith is risen, and we're declaring in our bodies today that Jesus is not only Savior, but come on, church, say it with me, Jesus is healer. Come on, say it, church, Jesus is healer. He's healer. He's healer. Amen. As we pray for all these up here, I'm going to ask everybody in the room, come on. We did this old school back in church that you all would just stretch your hands out here towards everybody up here at the front and that you would just, that, that, that's you just agreeing with us up here. That you're just saying, Lord, I'm, I'm, I'm agreeing that healing's flowing in people's lives and bodies right now. And so, Father, we just do that all over the room. Father, we just thank you. Pray for you right here. Come on. Come on up. Come on up here. Come on up. Come on up. Father, in Jesus' name, we just thank you.